What's up? What's up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. I am your host, Nesta Gibbs, right out of the Wynn Casino, live from the Blue Wire Studio, joined alongside Ringwalk Danny. What's going on? Champ, what's up, man? Back with another one. We are joined uh, with some great guests today. I'm really excited for this one and, you know, just back at the beautiful Blue Wire Studios. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. We got a lot to talk about. Obviously, we're going to be discussing this week's fights. We got a lot of big fights. Not only is Conor Ben taking on Chris Eubank Jr. Maybe. And all the fights that are uh, under that. But we also have Sebastian Fondora taking on ex-Earl Spence Jr. victim Carlos Ocampos, who feels he made a rookie mistake versus Spence. And he promises that won't happen again. So, he's coming in here to make a statement, no doubt. Uh, The interesting thing about Ocampos is he hasn't lost since his loss to Earl Spence. And I believe it's about five to seven, but I'll be counting right now. That fight took place uh, June of 2018. That's a lot of fights, bro. He's, He's on a big streak. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. No way. I counted that wrong. It's got to be 10 or 13 fights, but... 10 or 13. It can't be 11 or 12. No. 10 to 13, but he also moved up. He's also moved up and been up there for a long time. Like, since the Earl Laws, that was the last fight at Welterweight. He's been at 54. Like, there's no denying he's a 54-pounder. Now, some of these fights... Let me get a screen share here, fellas. Some of these fights are obviously not high-caliber opponents. As you can see, some of these are one-star fights. And um, the Earl Spence being a five-star fight. Got a couple one-stars. Got a fight here that's not no stars, Danny. <laughs> then you got another three-star here with uh, Jorge Garcia well, Perez. Look, well, look, this is all you need to say, Nestor. Since the Earl fight. He his last fight is the only fight that has took place in the U.S. So, yeah, but he's fought in Canada once, and he's been to Mexico, and you know he's traveling because he's from Mexico. So, like, if I lose in America, you want me to go to Spain to get a couple of wins, or do I build myself back up in front of my hometown crowd, the people that love me, the ones that support me? I mean, a couple is two, champ, not a dozen. I mean. Uh, Julio Cesar Chavez was fa- infamous for doing that. And guess who else? Marquez. Marquez would lose to Pacquiao, go back to Mexico, and fight like Lenny Lamone or some shit, right. and then and, get another Pacquiao and fight. That's why I say that, you know, guys like Canelo have already surpassed guys like Chavez because they fought cab drivers, you know, at that point in their career. 34 and one with 22 KOs. How much of this experience are you buying into? 34 fights there. 35. You're right. Does he have the experience advantage over the young Sebastian Fondura? Hell no. What the hell? Hell no. I'm asking because he almost has half, more than half the amount of fights, right? Because he's got 19 and 0 with one draw. That's 20 fights for Sebastian Fondura. Yeah, uh, 20 fights, a little more than half of the rounds that Ocampo has fought, but way tougher, way more recognizable opposition. Take Errol Spence outside of, okay, cool. You know, um, Lubin is probably Fandora's best, right? Cool. But he's still got Sergio Garcia, Jorge Colta, uh, Nate Gallimore, like guys that we have least heard uh, of. That guy, Jamonte Clark. Jamonte Clark. Dead. Yeah, no, I mean, I wasn't even all the way down there yet, but that's what I'm saying. He at least fought guys that we've heard of, mm-hmm. guys that we respect, guys that we've seen fight other tough guys. Who the fuck are these guys Ocampo's fighting? We don't know those guys. So as far as uh, the experience, I think Fondora has uh, just... As much, if not more than, Ocampo. 
You might be right. Definitely level of opposition factors in and plays a major, major part in your experience. But actually going through the motions, if they say 10,000 hours of anything you do makes you a professional, well, then Ocampos is more of a professional than Fundura because he's got 175 rounds boxed. Um, no, and this where I disagree because he has more rounds fought. But who's been under the bright lights the most? Who's fought in front of the big crowds the most? Who's been on TV the most? Ocampos, who's had to go through a fight week the most? Press conferences, interviews. Ocampos has, listen, two different pressures. One, the pressure of fighting in front of his hometown. Two, the pressure of fighting He's out of Mexico. the shadow. How is it his hometown? Exactly. That's your home country. He's, you know? It's like no, I don't everybody know. knows you. Bro, what and are you then, talking about? And then no, he's no, got to no, fight don't out of the then. shadow what is of the, the first loss one? that is Earl Spence. What do you mean? Bro, that shit was 12 fights ago. Four and a half years and ago. And that's all he's known for. What else do you know Ocampos for? All right. Now, this is where I'm telling you. Fundora is clearly the more experienced, proven fighter because guess what? He's took those fights to prove himself. Okay, he's took in the fights to prove himself, but he doesn't have the rounds box. He has tougher almost opposition. less than half. Uh, he has more than half, but he got the tougher opposition on his resume. Okay, and, and again, you might value that like I do. I'm just giving you both sides of the argument here. Some people might actually value the fact that Ocampos has gone through the motions in 36 separate occasions, 36 fights, He's only failed once. You know, he's not a big power puncher, so he knows how to get the job done without having concussive power. Yeah, the thing power. is, though, you're going through the motions against guys that really aren't helping you prepare for that level. You you understand? Like, when Erickson Lubin's, Lubin got knocked out by Charlo in the first round, he then went on and fought guys that we've all heard of, Ness. Nice. Mm-hmm. Guys that we've all acknowledged in this sport. So at least he's taking the 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 fights necessary to but, actually But none of improve. that means there's no formula in boxing, my friend. You yourself said there's no path. So just because Lubin fought the fighters before, he still lost to Charlo. And then he rebuilt and fought the I fighters. Mean, after, and, but no, before. And then he still fought the lost to Charlo, but then he rebuilt and was trying to get back to a title shot and he lost. To Fundora, so it, it, it doesn't matter who you're training with. It doesn't matter, you know, how hard you've been spawned. Only thing matters is on that fight night, you know, and, and, and we can't take that away so from Ocampos. So there's nothing to indicate no, what you're going to do based on what you've done leading up to. I'm with you, Danny. I value who you spar with. I get all I'm, that. I value who about, you've been in the ring okay, with. I then. get all that. But there's still the dudes, right? Like, look, before Buster upset Tyson, he was a 42 to 1 underdog in that fight. So nobody was thinking about the dudes he fought. They ain't mean shit. And that's what I'm saying. But that night, it could be your night. And, and, and the, the dudes that you claim he hasn't fought, it don't matter because he beat that dude that night. You feel me? Like you need your opportunity. And yes, that's why we're talking about him. Because in that first opportunity, he felt he made a mistake. And I could see off the box rack. Guess what's the mistake? He stood at a weight that he didn't belong too long. The minute he lost to Earl, he moves up to 55, 54, and he's been up there damn near 13 fights. So this is another Jose Pedraza situation, who, by the way, I want to remind you, when he lost the Tank, he became a two-time champ. So it's not over for Campos. is yeah, all I'm but saying. at least he fought guys that we had heard of before. Bro, he ain't take one you. or two tune-ups. I hear you, man. He took 10 of them. D- those... He's from Mexico. Like, see, we got to get so off this. So is Canelo. Exactly. And that's where he started his career. He built his name up. That's what I'm saying. Like, we got to get off this, oh, they went to Mexico to build up a resume. Meanwhile, we got great Mexican fighters. Like, that, so, so, and so where I are don't they get it. And where are they fighting? They fight in Mexico to a certain extent, and then they come to America I'm because right. of the money and the TV. But listen, uh... We have Dewey Cooper in the building. We're waiting on one other guest to see can we get them both on at the same time as we're trying to get 
the TCL, Team Combat League, co-owner on with the Las Vegas Hustle team captain, team coach, Dewey Cooper. Uh, in the meantime, in between time, the number to call in, 1425-569-5241. Press 1 one time to voice your opinion right here on the Voice of the People hotline. And it looks like we have a caller out of the Alabama. Is this, this is, this is a new caller. Okay. It most certainly is. Deontay, is it you? Mr. Wilder, how are you? Hey, no, nah, this is, uh, I'm an OG, man. This is Edward in Alabama. What's up, man? Oh, what up, Edward? How y'all been doing, man? We're Not good. Much, you know. Yeah, I just want to speak on the, this this fight situation. I, I I see the thing about Ocampos, man. You know, he started like at one thirty five, and I guess he's gradually moved up. But the only thing that leaves me at some like not understanding is one fifty four. Arguably, the last several years has been is like one of the deepest divisions. And for him not to have even like a significant top twenty Thank name you. in that time period, so it's like, what are you been doing? He about to get like, one. He like, got his I mean, shot. There's so many. Yeah, I mean, it's it's good that he got a shot at all. And, Listen, and when you were a small promoter, is, how else do you get an opportunity when you were a small promoter? You got to get in line, go up the rankings, become the mandatory like you did with Earl, and now he's on the doorstep of uh, Fundura. But we know that that mandatory position that he took, he was kind of put in there because that Martin Pollution or whatever his name was wouldn't take the fight. So I think that, you know, that might have been a little early for him, kind of like in the Lubin situation. But the the main thing is, like I said, I mean, okay, if you got a small promoter, that's fine. But I promise you that fight was on PBC. If you want to fight some PBC fighters that were in the top 10, you could have got that smoke because a lot of them would have loved to have fought you. He, he's a, he, he kind of has, like, what's-his-name style power. He's a volume fighter. So it's just like I, I see a lot of guys at 154 that would have took that smoke. Uh, Fundera right now, I mean, literally, you could say he might be number two or three in, at 154 right now. And it's like, that's a crazy jump and a lot to do. I just don't see how he could beat him. I see him getting stopped by like the 10th round. Well, I hear you, champ. We'll see if that ends up being the case. But any other thoughts before we let you go? Uh, no, no, that's pretty much it, man. I'm excited, man. Everybody like this. A lot of good fights coming up the next two weeks, man. Don't miss any of them. All right, man. Thank you, bro. Appreciate Thank the time. you. Appreciate you, Appreciate man. It, Thank it, you man. for calling in. Once again, that number two call, one four two five five six nine fifty two forty one. 42 I guess we might as well go ahead and bring in Dewey Cooper. Looks like uh, his partner may be running behind. And no sense in leaving the good coach out there. Uh, Just waiting. It is unfortunate. I didn't want, you know, because then now there'll probably be some answers that only Mr. Uh, Ahmed Sheik has. Mm. Yeah, Ahmed Sheik. Yeah, he's walking back. My producer, like, yo, it's pronounced like Sheik Looch. I'm like, oh, why? <laughs> yes. So, Coach, man, how are you? Uh, I'm terrific. I'm terrific. Yo, you guys got me? We got you. Coming in great. What's going on, coach? Chilling, chilling. You know, I don't need these headphones, man. I guess I wear them. <laughs> I guess I wear them so I can hear everything right. nice and clear. Fucking up my suit, you know what I mean? I got dressed up for you guys today, you oh, know what I mean? Yeah, man, we're in the Cause, big cause, leagues now. Because normally, you know, well, I've been in the big leagues, this ain't shit new for me, but ah! but I normally rock the Jordans all day, you know what I mean, the ones. But but you still wear, wear a blazer, though. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, normally, but I got the, I got the, the, I got the church on. shoes mm. on today. I never bring out the church shoes, you know what I mean? But but really, man, um, been an exciting last few weeks. And the boxing voice, man, big shots to both of you guys for showing us love and, and giving some local guys here in Vegas some support, man. You guys have done wonderful for for advertising the Team Combat League, and I can't thank you both enough, man. You guys are awesome. I'm excited to be there tomorrow, man. Uh, obviously, a good friend of ours, Ken Porter, he's going to have two guys sign up. Three. He called me last night. Oh, he got wow, another, he's got another guy one. coming. Okay. 
Kenny, Kenny Porter, Coach KP is cooler than a ceiling fan, man. He called me with some real positive things to say to me and tell me about his guys coming. And uh, Coach KP, thank you, thank you so, so much. And big shots to Nez and you guys for putting it on because if it wasn't for you guys, Kenny, Kenny hadn't heard about it. Yeah. So big shots, man. Again, we appreciate you. Yeah, so I wanted to have a met in here because, there, you know, there are some uh, questions in terms of the pay. I actually had a fighter who signed up from Dallas, made the team. But I know you're going to, everyone, you like per trainer, I mean per coach, city yes. uh, and team and uh, franchise, you guys make up your own tryouts or is there a universal tryout? Well, each city has their own tryouts, okay. which are happening now. Dallas just happened, what, what three, four days ago. Mm -hmm. uh, really, really successful turnout. Um, but yeah, each city has their own. Because right now, the league is starting with eight cities. So we thought it was a great idea to go to those individual cities and then do tryouts. Because at the end of the day, this first um, series of uh, Team Combat League it's not just about the boxing. It's about city supremacy. We want to see which city got the best fighters. Mm -hmm. We want to know if it's New York, if it's Los Angeles. Is it Las Vegas? Is it Houston or Dallas? You know, we want to know. Is it Tijuana, Mexico, Cole? Because I know them Tijuana boys are hungry. I mean, they, nah, Danny just put them down. He said Ocampo's resume ain't good. Yeah, yeah, but he may have put them down, but it's a lot of fighters in Mexico who done got down in the history of boxing. Oh, absolutely. You know, come on, man. It's, it's so all I said, Coach, all I said is that our, our guy, Mr. Ocampo here, we yes. understand he took a knockout loss to Errol Spence. Yes. But you done fought 11 tune-ups since. Ten of them was in Mexico. Why? Why do I believe he's from Mexico? I don't though. care. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. See, see, the but, competition is here, champ. Yeah, he ain't yeah, but, fighting but see, nobody. It ain't like he fighting guys we know of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That, that's the thing. He's speaking about you know that coming coming bond that young fighters do go to Mexico get their record built up. So he's talking about it from that standpoint. And you're right. It's all about the quality of opponents since that Spence KO. If he'd been fighting some real dogs, real fighters, then it don't matter the location. Like you're saying, he had 11 fights since. But you're saying, man, you know the deal with Mexico don't go there. So it goes by the level of competition. So we'll see. So, Coach, I wanted to ask specifically about third string. If I make the team and I'm not first, I'm not second, but I'm third on the team, Yes. how much do I make per month? Um, well, it's 15 k for the season. Um, so that that calculates to about 1400 every two weeks. So you're making <laughs> about $2,800 uh, to 3000 a month. 14, well, you know, you, let's, let's, let's say, yeah, 3000 3000 a month. Yeah, so that is an issue for some people because, like, I had a friend. Yeah, you but know, it's an issue. He may never fight. He's getting paid to train and travel with the team. But, he may never fight. But think about if you have a job right now that's definitely paying you more than 4000 Forget three. They're yeah. paying you more than $4,000 a month. Your dream is to fight. But you got it. You got two kids at Bro, home. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But but remember, a lot of people don't know. When I won my first world title in kickboxing, I had a full time job. I worked from twelve midnight till eight in the morning, and was at the gym by ten thirty. Yeah, but the difference for like ten years, man. The, I worked all fucking night. But the difference is, remember, you were a contract fighter in the sense freelance. If you sign up to TCL, I am. No, I was, I, no, I wasn't contracted. I was signed to to a kickboxing promotion company. Well, then you just like TCL, I would be bound to you. So I can't have a full time yeah, job but, because they want you to, to train twice a day for six days straight. Yeah, but you got to remember, and in case you guys don't know, most fighters got secondary jobs until they make money. Because unless you're an Olympian getting signed and getting that mad money up front. You you ain't got enough it. money, coach, so, coach. so hear me out. You you could be signed with any company and make four thousand bucks, two thousand bucks your first fight. Is that enough to sustain yourself from? No, and you only fight three times a year. You know about these four round fights. These guys are making no money, so they're locked down to a company. They can't train or fight nowhere else. It's the same thing. At the end of the day, like you said, if you hungry enough and you want this shit enough, you're going to make it happen. Yeah, but... but you know, but and, and that's the bottom line. Fighters do get to make it happen, so this is how it normally, yeah, traditionally yeah, okay. works. Like, Okay, like, so I'm going I'm, I'm to have to just be real, and you know, I'm always real on your show, and be like this. Don't fucking be third, man. 
Be first and second and get that get that money up. If you third, one thing we cannot do is make excuses for our positions, guys. I'd rather be on the third string than on no string because there's I, there, there's ways to 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 step up. I'm just asking you guys as a league to come come find a way for third place. Yes, to still fight, right? Because if I got a job that's paying me over four thousand, but I made third place, I don't want to quit my job. We're not asking I, nah, you to quit your not, job. Bro, We're not asking you to quit your bro, job. But they asking me yeah. to train twice a day at they set scheduled time. Yes, so I yes, gotta yes. quit my yes, job. No, no, not necessarily. Every coach is different. Remember, guys, I'm from the grassroots, you know, effort, man. I'm from the motherfucking dirt and then and then got up to the skyscraper. So I know the hustle. One thing. There's no fighter in the world that can say something that I haven't been through unless you're Francis Ngannou uh, working in the, in the sand pits of Africa and then start training until you was 26 and became UFC champion. Anybody else, I've been training since I was a fucking kid. I worked a job for like the first 12 years of my professional career, five days a week, graveyard shift, slept two hours a day, and still won a world title. I did that shit. You know what I mean? So it's- you can't tell me nothing. If you are hungry enough, you gonna make it work, but since that I've been trainer, through that grind, since that I've been through that gotta grind, make it work. Since, since, since I've been through that grind, I understand. I will, I will amend things. If guys got something, I'm gonna make sure they get their work. They make the team. You got a job. I'll stay up till fucking one in the morning and train you by my fucking self. Because exactly. I'm that real. If you talented enough, if you are, let me come Look, down. Let me come down. If you are talented enough. And you one of my 18, I'm going to make sure you get that work. Well, if, if you have a special schedule, I will adjust to your schedule if you're worth it. Well, we need you to talk to the Dallas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need yeah. you to talk to the yeah, Dallas yeah, but, team because just hear him out. You know, first of all, he's a friend of the show. Yeah. He's fought on our cards yes. with headgear yes. a couple of times, right? Yes. So they seen that because he's popular on Instagram off of that, you yes. know? Yes. So the league seen that. They fucking matched him with a 20 and 1 and 20 professional fighter. And he still fucking made the team. Yes. So he got a 12-hour job a day. Let that man keep his job and still fucking live out his dream and and be on the team. Man, like, to make a man Ness, quit, it don't Ness, make sense. Ness, you on some emotional shit right now. At the Come end of the on. day, at the end of the day, I'm going to just be real with you, man. At the end of the day, we live by rules and guidelines in society. If we don't, we either get outcasted, thrown in jail, or killed. So... If you can't handle what the vigors or rigors are, what you do, maybe you shouldn't be doing it. I wasn't there in Dallas. I don't know this dude. All I can tell you, three spots, guys. And this is real as it gets. I don't give a fuck about this interview. I don't give a fuck about it even being um, diplomatic. I'm going to be real with you for a minute. There's an audition or a tryout for any fucking thing. Three spots you can make. If you make three, it's on you. I don't want to hear no excuses. I don't give a fuck if you fought King Kong the first fight. That don't matter. The reality is the reality. What I can do, though, since I'm a real dude, what I can do, I would do something to help the guy out and be like, yo, what days can you train? Cool. We're going to make it happen because you're talented enough to make the team. If you're talented enough to make the 18-spot team, I'm the type of dude gonna make sure you get the work you need and be ready because we we're, we're trying but to win the championship. I'm saying, but dude. remember, I'm I'm I can't speak for the other seven coaches. You know what I mean? But that's what I'm saying. I think Bill you Belichick, interpreted it wrong. Bill Belichick does it different than Mike Tomlin, right? You know True. what I mean? So True. so that's that's all it is. But they gonna be all open to scrutiny. But you yeah, yeah. you could bring them in. Yeah, but, but I think you interpreted the, the, it wrong. The, the, what I'm the trying walk to tell you of the fighter because no one could tell Billy better than me. I've done professional boxing. I got 25 pro boxing fights, over 100 kickboxing fights, four mixed martial arts fights. I've done it all in fighting. So the walk of the fighter is a very just brutal, come in. I'm mad. Don't worry about it. Have a seat. The walk of the fighter, guys, is a very brutal lifestyle. It's a warrior lifestyle, and there are no excuses for anything. Every person here, you, you, Ahmed, we all got to work. that's not an excuse. That's what I'm saying. You're no, interpreting no, what no, I'm telling but, you. But I'm telling you, there is no excuses. I don't want to hear excuses, man. I'm a 10-time. But that ain't an excuse. Listen, I'm telling I'm you, a if a guy is good enough. I'm a winning coach. <laughs> you think Pat nah, Riley, look, you, you think it, Pat coach. Riley, Phil Jackson, Bill Belichick, you think Eddie Futch, you think Emmanuel Stewart give a fuck about your work schedule? 
They want you to be in the gym I, working. I think that those, Everything else got to gotta work out, period. I think that those trainers that you, I mean, those coaches that you mentioned would absolutely value someone who is a complete fucking novice and puts hands on a 20 and one fighter. And that's what's and so great. And made the team. And that's what's so great about I'm, the combat I'm league. I'm him up because they, they put him in right. there with a pro. Right. Here's the he thing. showed here's what the he thing. got. Here's and a, now you ain't going to keep him on a no, team. No, but here's the thing though, right? It's crazy. Here's the thing. No one, hey. you, looking at it, you looking at it like that, but one could look at it like, he got an opportunity that nobody else would have gave him. He made the team. Yes. I'm not saying so, he didn't so, make the so, team. Okay, He's third next, place. Next, I understand next. that. So if he made the team, what, what's the discussion? If he made the team, he made the team. You want to be on the team or not? The, the discussion the is team, team not, practice. Yeah, so team if you want to be on the team or not, you have to make that adjustment. You have to modify your lifestyle because this is a great opportunity. Now, you want to work that 9 to 5 the rest of your life and make that 4000 a month, or you want to make this 3000 this 3500 and then next thing you know, you're in the first in, in, in the first place spot, and next season you're making $100K or more. As this bill, the pay scale will go up. So this is a, a thing where it's I just I want to be set. Dewey Cooper and have a full-time job and still fight and win a championship. Okay, well. Like all traditional oh, fighters. Okay, so, I don't want to quit my job. So, so then don't. I never quit mine. So you obviously don't want to be like Dewey Cooper. Dewey Cooper worked midnight till 8 in the morning, got up at 9.30, and went to the gym by 10.30 But you ain't quit day. that job, and, and, though. Hey, I worked all night. You ain't no quit sleep. that job. Okay, so don't quit your job and then train. And that's all I'm asking is for these trainers who are participating to make it the schedule a little more flexible for the man who got a job. This is yeah, a real well, job. Well, well, first of all, this is one guy sending you an email that you know. We don't know No, I what, know him personally. Okay, okay. Yeah, I put that, him on oh, personally because okay, okay, I knew great, he was talented. Great. Ness, first of all, we don't even know what the training schedule is going to be yet. Um, I'm not even picking my team to at least the end of October. I'm watching the videos. I'm doing deep evaluation. Not me, me, my coaches, my, my coaches underneath me and the team combat league. I'm going to let them know everything I think about every fighter. And then we're going to collectively come together with the A team. And from there, if a guy said, I can't do this, I can't do that, I will try my best. Like I said, I can't speak for the other seven coaches. There is nobody like me in this world, man, when it comes to this shit. I'm a lunatic. I'm willing to train anybody, anytime. Man, I sleep two, three hours a day right now. No lie. People in this interview will be like, yeah, that's real. Coach telling you the truth. I will modify and make sure my 18 get the training they need to be successful and win as many fights as we can. That's all we want to hear. That's, that's me. That's Las Vegas. I can't speak for New York, L.A. Which brings Houston, me to my other questions. Anyway, can a fighter from another state try out in multiple states? Absolutely. Can he make multiple teams and then decide, man, I made Dallas, I made L.A., I made Vegas. I'm going to choose who I want to train for. Well, uh, you can definitely try out multiple places. Making multiple teams, that's go it goes by how awesome he is. If he's really badass and beat everybody up and everyone's top seed, of course he has that option. Okay. Listen, we're not here to confine guys and imprison them uh uh through Team Combat League. We're here to try to bring more excitement to the great sport of boxing that we all love so much. That's why the format is as it is, and, and that's that's the aim of the Team Comeback League. With no further ado, let me put some respect on his name and give him a proper introduction. This is the co-founder of the TCL Team Combat League, and that's Ahmed Sheikh. Ahmed, say hello. Thank you, guys. Uh, What's hello. going on, Ahmed? How you doing? Everything's okay. I truly appreciate, first and foremost, you guys giving us all the coverage and all, you know, everything you guys are doing for us and for the world of boxing. It's amazing. So thank you. No, thank you, man. We do appreciate uh, the fact that you are at least attempting to do something uh, positive in this sport. And, and, and you know, the, the, the beauty is that you're not, I guess, uh, hindering it to just professionals or just novices. It's open to everyone who has the talent to, to participate and, like Coach said, make the team. So it's definitely exciting. Yeah. I mean, um, trying to create a platform for the underprivileged and people that does not really have what it takes for promoters to really give them that chance, right? Um, all the promoters that I've seen basically look for the rough, that rough diamond that they look to polish. But this is something we're doing it very fairly, trying to give everybody a fair shot. Um, it's something we're very excited about, and hopefully this can take off, inshallah. So, Ahmed, I guess the first question is, is the funding there already? 
for the entire first season? Well, I mean, just like anything else, right? Like, um, we have what it takes to get this project off and running. So we're not waiting for a network, like, because, you know, there is the speculation that this could be you're building up for a pilot to, to obviously film that pilot and then shop it to a network in hopes that a network picks it up. Are we actually getting a season, and do you have a commitment from a network for the season to start in 2023? Right. So there are some things that I can publicly discuss right now and certain things that I cannot because we're still in works and creating the product and bringing it to you guys, just like any other company for now. You know, we have decided, you know, we want to go forward with this project. We are doing our tryouts, trying to seek and create and bring the talent if there is out there. So, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to answer much on that, what you just asked. So, no network information at all? As, so, as far as where the people can view it? For now, um, you know, again, like, we are in discussions. There's, I'm very limited, I'm sorry, like, you know, as to what I can disclose and what I cannot. And what about what's being filmed at the tryouts? Is that also exclusive footage that's being held until a network announcement, or is that something that will be put out? For social media. Um, so we're just doing something called Road to the Ring right now. We're going to eight different cities. This is our third last city, Las Vegas, and the tryouts are uh, on Thursday and Friday this week. Um, that footage, no, you're going to start to see as our uh, branding team, like, uh, you know, we're going to start releasing information slowly. You know, you're going to start seeing some of the sparring that took place. You know, the process basically truly showing that we are giving an e equal opportunity to, to everybody that wants to come and try out. So that's something you're going to be seeing in the coming weeks on our Instagram page and other social media platforms that we have. So would it be released kind of like uh, what we're, what us boxing fans are traditionally used to it's like all access or 24 seven. Is it going to be like, you know, that shoulder content is that behind the scenes pretty much pretty much. Yeah. You're going to get to see behind the scenes, exclusive footage as to how we're filming, how the whole thing is coming together. You know, you're going to see it in real time. You know, it's not going to be one of those, you know, fine products that you see like, Oh, it's going to be raw footage as to how we are experiencing things in creating this platform. Inshallah, you'll get to see that. So, well, go ahead. I was just going to say, so being a co-founder, how'd you come up with this idea? Where this, because it is non-traditional boxing to have a team. team and to fight two rounds and bring in the, the halftime. So where'd this come up from? So, um, you know, we, we, had, we were looking into investing uh, maybe into a deal, um, you know, fighting fighting deal that was coming up. Um, we got approached and, um, you know, this whole unique concept of idea on the upper management side, it came together and there's something that we saw that has not been done before. Uh, we quickly put our team together, evaluated it, and we just kind of ran with it pretty much. And how long ago was that? Because I feel like... Uh when I first heard of Team Combat League, I feel like things are uh, moving, moving quickly. really quickly. And like you said, we're already, uh, Las Vegas is the third to last city. So there's been five cities already, correct? Five cities with, with, with tryouts. So how long has this been uh, in the works for you? So this is something that is fairly new to us. Okay. Uh, you know, something that came about in the past few months. Oh, wow. But, you know, we are somebody that is like, uh, you know, we believe in this. We are putting things together as we're moving along the process. You know, it is a process just like anything else. Uh, but for now, we're just trying out, you know, going to different cities, seeing if this is something like this platform that we're trying to create. Is there truly talent out there uh, that, you know, that is interested in this? And how have you felt the reception city to city? It's amazing. It's, 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 it's really a treat to see that. A lot of these kids, you know, they truly do not have what it takes, um, you know, for somebody like a promotion house or a promoter giving them a true shot and even listening to them. So a lot of them truly, we've just truly opened up our doors and we're seeing a great response so far. And I'm super excited for Mr. Coach Dewey Cooper. You know, he's been uh, promoting this and, you know, I'm looking forward to the tryouts here in Las Vegas. I think it's going to be going to be amazing and I look forward to having your team over there as well inshallah 
Yes. So, no, we're definitely excited to so be what, there. What were you doing before boxing? So my background, um, you know, I'm a real estate developer. And, uh, yeah, I do investments um, in Brooklyn, New York. Okay. So, so why, there- why boxing, though? Why boxing? I've uh, always enjoyed the sport of boxing. I've always been a big boxing fan. And, again, this is something when, when I saw that, you know, there, there isn't really a platform for, for these young kids, the young fighters, a lot of them that are amateurs or even pro boxers. There's a lot of politics that what I got to see that not everybody who's great and who's got good hands on them, you know, they don't really make it. Um, there's a lot of politics here. So I just wanted to come in and see if this is something because a team concept in boxing has not been done before, not to my best knowledge, right? So we wanted to really try this and the response has been amazing. Now, how are you getting around the politics of it? How do you stay away from the politics and how do the fighters that are trying to join Team Combat League not become of those part of those politics because this isn't a professional fight, correct? This is not going to be count towards their professional record. We're trying to create that's going to be count towards our own personal record for Team Combat League. And this is only a four-month commitment. Correct. So basically the camp starts, you know, start training in February. We're hoping we would go if everything all, inshallah, checks out correctly. Then we, we hope to go live uh, first quarter, uh, excuse me, going into second quarter in 2023. So in theory, a professional fighter that is even bound to a promoter technically can still fight in the league as long as he's not scheduled for a fight in that four-month window with his promoter. Correct. Quote-unquote. Correct. You know. 100%. Yeah. If he's already currently signed, of course, he'd have to get approval from whom he's signed with. But after that, absolutely. And this is no headgear. Yeah. No sure. headgear whatsoever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, regular boxing fight. Ten ounce fight. gloves. Regular boxing fight. Ten ounce for the one sixty and up. Eight ounce for forty seven and down. How'd you get this off in these states, right? Because like it's no boxing license and no headgear. It's not a charity event. They're not wearing bigger gloves. How are you getting that approved? So again, we we are in. You know, there's a whole process in doing things. There are certain things that I can discuss with you and certain things I cannot discuss with you because we're still in a process of putting the whole thing together. What you're seeing right now, Road to the Ring, is just a process, just like any other company, I believe, that wants to be into uh, coming into the business, want to launch their product. They go out there, they do their homework, they see exactly what kind of a response will they be getting. We are no different than them. We're in a process of acquiring and truly seeing, is there... Do we have what it takes to really, if we're able to open up the doors for all these kids openly, uh, uh, equally, excuse me, um, will there be something that we can put together and move forward with this league? Yeah, so to answer your question on, on the last part, like, we're still progressing and making an effort and, you know, we're in negotiations right now. As, as far as the commissions, as you know, every state commissions differently. Some are more lenient than others. Just like Dana White did during the pandemic, he went to certain places that were welcoming opportunities, and that's a great business model. No, that's the answer that I wanted. So we can see New York be New York, but fighting out of Florida. Definitely, you know, the, where where we fight will be a disclosed location. Doesn't necessarily have to be where the franchises are. Kind of like franchise teams, right? They don't always fight at home. They got away games. Yes. Uh, So, you know, that's all we can say because all that is being negotiated and and handled right now. But but this is not something that's just um, what if. It's in the process of happening. That's why we're being aggressive. That's why, you know, uh, everything's in place to be at the forecasted dates we are saying. No, I'm looking forward to it. There's actually... Do we uh, said it's happening, Ahmed. So when do we get the follow-up interview <laughs> to find out who's the broadcaster? Because that's that's the big thing. You know, if it's on a, a ESPN or a... Well, we I don't know, know right Fox, now. Well, here's the it thing. It's a lot of eyeballs. Yes. I'm sure it does, you know, like... Uh, but again, it's not about... It's truly us getting involved. It's about we love the sport. We care about the sport. 
and we truly want to create a platform. All of this that you're talking about right now, this is all something that is, I believe, that can come in very quickly. Do we have the talent there, right? Do we have the real talent that is like, it's a team concept league. It's not just individual boxer jumping in and we're not putting those events together. So that is the second part. We're working on it. And inshallah, you know, I should be able to share that news with you hopefully soon, you know? You keep repeating, do they have the talent? But you're not speaking individual talent. You keep saying as a team, what do you mean? Can you explain? So talent as in, in a sense, like, you know, we can't just, just because we're having open tryouts, you know, I've seen kids that have come in and they just want to try out, but they're not really, they're not really boxers, right? They're not really amateurs, even amateurs. There's somebody just, you know, they have a passion for the sport, but I've seen a lot of those kids couldn't even defend themselves, right? So by talent, I mean, Somebody that truly is passionate, yes, about the sport, but then also equally can box, can also equally defend themselves. So that's what I mean by talent. Somebody like, you know, who is what is going to come across as a, a boxer that defends himself and at the same time that can box and connect. And the final prize for the winner is a cash prize, right? Well, no, it's not a winner. It's, it's, it's a team. team. You re remember, once you're on the team, you will be contracted like any other professional athlete for NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball. You get a certain pay uh, for that. As far as championship bonuses and stuff, I'm sure that'll be in position as well. There, there, there will definitely be some sort of incentive for a championship bonus if you win the championship. You win the chip, the first TCL chip, there'll, there'll be something in place. But right now what's in place is the fighter pay scale and, and, and all of that. You no. know, uh, the, the, go ahead. I'm no, gonna, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I was just going to say how there's been uh, fighters who already participated at some of the locations in the uh, chat, in the chat, complimenting mm -hmm. how uh, organized and set up everything has been thus far. So just being very, complimentive of uh, even though you guys are new, moving very experienced. Oh, well, whoever said that, thank you very much. Uh, one thing about uh, one little factor that I think is, is getting lost in translation, just like Ahmed said here, if a person has passion and want to try out for the team, that's why I told you last time. And by the way, you refuted what we talked, what we argued about last time. You said your guy had little experience and he sparred a guy 20 professional fights and he made the team. So you verified my point. It's not necessarily about the record. It's about the ability. You could mm -hmm. be an amateur with two. Remember we argued that? Mm -hmm. He said, an 18-year-old get beat up by a 40-year-old. I said, Devin Haney, when he was 18, could he beat a 40-year-old? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Remember that? Absolutely, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. That so, was so just, just, I, had to, I had to kind of stick you in the gut. You verified my point, sir. But back to the topic. That's what's so wonderful about what we're doing. Ahmed, the co-founder, he put coaches in place who have experience and who who have a, a real expertise in what they do. So the 18 guys that make the team will all be able to, to box, fight, know, know the sport, and, and be able to definitely defend themselves very well. There won't, I can speak for every team. There won't be a person on the team who, who isn't an eligible boxer slash fighter. For sure. Because we all respect what we do. Even before this TCO uh, opportunity came to me. You guys know me, man. I'm, I'm passionate about what I do regardless of this opportunity. So every coach that's coaching these teams are high-level guys. They're not incompetent dudes. So at these tryouts, if we see a guy clearly not eligible, <laughs> we're going to stop it real quick. I'm not in the business of, of letting guys get beat up. If it's a competitive fight, brawl or boxing match we're okay with that the key word is competitive and we'll let it go if it's competitive but if someone's clearly outmatched this ain't mexico like you were talking about right. no, we, we ain't gonna let someone get the head beat in for entertainment value the content we're trying to create with this road to the ring is real live compelling content we want you to see it and see the passion in some guy's eyes who dreamt about being a boxer and now he's sparring against a 3 and 0 pro and he beats him and that exhilaration in his eyes when he when he did the improbable 
impossible, but not impossible, the stuff we talked about last time. And that's why I'm excited, man. Tomorrow is going to be real. I'm going to give him a speech at the beginning, a real heartfelt speech, because everything I do is passionate. I'm not some bogus uh, dude. I'm going to tell him how I feel, and we're going to get right to the to our NFL combine type drills, and then we're getting right to the sparring, man. It's going to be a really organized, really uh, compartmentalized uh, day tomorrow, and I'm so excited about it. I can't believe it's finally here. Obviously, there's no way to tell, but how many people are you expecting, Coach? Because I've had so many people reach out uh, uh, wanting to come specifically to Vegas God, I hope because you were the coach. I hope they come. I hope they come. Um, I don't know. It could be 30. It could be 70. I don't know. But the more the merrier. Uh, we're going we're gonna to give. And by the way, I want to say this right here, right now. There will be fair chance for everyone. I don't care if you are 40 and old with 40 knockouts and the whole world knows you. If you get beat by an amateur with one fight or a street fighter with no fights, Wait, wait, what you mean beat? So so it's a, it's a fight? Well, it's a sparring session. How many rounds? It may be one, it may be two. So remember, how come, many minutes? Man, the, come on, you know how many minutes. If I said the girls are fighting three minutes, you know how many minutes it is. <laughs> Ness. I got it. Listen, there's people out yeah, there listening that they're not hey, professionals. Hey, hey, guys, guys, for sure it's a tryout. And you guys know what, what um, any sport tryout entails or details. It's a boxing tryout. You're going to have to spar. And, and remember, beat may not be the operative word, but it is the operative word. You're sparring against someone. You're, yeah. let, me, let me say my words correctly, slowly, and clearly. At some point tomorrow, after the drills that I have set up for you, you are going to have to spar. Wait, wait, wait. So you're going to make me do drills you, and sprint <laughs> and jump rope, then spar? Listen, man, if you know anything about boxing like I know you do, what do you do before you spar? Just you warm jump up. rope. No, you jump rope, you shallow box, you may hit the bag, you spar. This is nothing new. Every boxer does this. Don't don't get funny with me, Ness. <laughs> there, there'll be a few drills that they're gonna do that they probably don't do before sparring, but this is a tryout, man. This is American Idol. This is your shot. If they ask you to sing, you want to sing. If they ask you to get on I'm the treadmill, you, if they ask you to get on the treadmill and, and sing that harmony, you're gonna Sing that harmony. This is no different. You're getting paid by us if you make the team. And, and it's going to be drills that you're going to like and that will be real exciting for the fans to see. We love the NFL, but we watch Combine to see the 40-yard sprint and the bench press. And, and, you know, throwing drills, other drills, we like that. It just builds, it makes you more excited about the products Absolutely. coming in, and this will be no different. Absolutely. So I know it's open tryouts. Does yes. that mean it's open for spectators too? Well, well, absolutely. Come on through. Oh, wow. uh, not, not, not. You know, if it gets too crazy, we got to get the spectators out because we need room for the people that are actually competing. Mm -hmm. But come out if you come out early. You're you're willing to come out. I definitely want you there. We now, got a big gym. Come on through. As the team captain for Las Vegas, not it's team captain. Team don't call coach, me that. I'm coach, the head coach. Team coach. <laughs> it says eleven to six. How do you do that? Is it because it's individual tryouts or you hosting them with a groups? Like how? Because well, that's, well, that's a big well, seven hour gap. Well, the thing is, it was supposed to be the smaller people the first three hours, then the bigger guys the next three hours. I seen it on the flyers that were going out or the promotion that was going out. So remember, I'm easy, man. We're going to do it like that. It will be organized when the fighters get there. They'll do their personnel stuff. I got the stations already set. Everyone's on the same page. It's going to go It's gonna go quicker than what you think. There will not be, put it this way, I'm, I'm still the UFC model. There will be not any wasted time. Mm. Every minute there will be something going on that you can enjoy watching or we're going to enjoy filming. I can't wait to be well, there the tomorrow. Reason I, I got well, two rings well, at the gym. The I got two rings at the gym. I'll give you guys a little, a slight sneak peek. We got two rings at the gym. Of course, the jiu-jitsu and the cage and all that. But the two rings we'll be using for sparring. If you if you two will be sparring in the main ring, the next two guys that will be coming up will be in the same ring, warming up, getting loose. Mm. So when this sparring is over, the next guy will come in. Uh, um, um, you know, so it's, it's going to be like that. It won't be a lot of wasted time. The reason I ask is obviously uh, we we getting here by 11.15. Then today's one of those days where we might not end till 2. So we only have that 
you know, two to four window to see the tryouts. And I wanted to know two how. Two to six. Two to six. Is what I meant to say. And I just wanted to see how you had it. Because there are probably other people like, well, maybe I could go to work since they doing it from 11 till 6, well, get off at 4. Put, put it this way, for, for, the, for the clarity, for the record, <clears throat> if you're a bigger guy, you can come a little later. If you're a featherweight woman, if you're a lightweight male, welterweight male, you need to be there by 10.30 at the long, at the latest. You should come at 10, but be there by 10.30 because we're going to video you, you, we're going to do your interview, and we're getting right to the combine stuff. Because we're going to be getting right to the sparring after that. Mm -hmm. So all you guys who are in the smaller weight classes, please be there. Because at 11, we're going to start the combine stuff for sure. Not 11.05, not 11.10, at 11. Coach, and uh, the address is 6320 South Pecos here yes, in sir. Las Vegas, yes, correct? Sir. Yes, sir. So for everybody uh, interested, anybody who may want to show out tomorrow and Friday, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Tryouts are tomorrow and Friday, 6320 South Pecos here in Las Vegas, Nevada, 89120. Coach Dewey Cooper, the head coach of the Las Vegas team. Yes. And so, guys, so like I said, if you're a bigger weight, they will spar a bit later. But I'm thinking 1230, 1 o'clock. You got internet the in your gym? Um, yes, yes, we do. Modem? You got access to the modem? Dude, I'm, I'm the less tech guy in the world. I'm like a dinosaur when it comes to this type of stuff. Trying to go live from hey, them tryouts. Hey, uh, you, you, we'll make sure you can, for sure. Let's do uh, it. Um, Might have to cancel tomorrow's blue it, wire. Man, I work hard. I'm willing to train all day. But when it comes to technology, I'm a caveman. Mm. I just look like I'm not. <laughs> I'm a caveman, for sure. So, Ahmed, my last question for you, obviously, is uh, are your intentions to stick around boxing long term? You look like a young guy, man. You look like you can be the new Eddie Hearn of the boxing world. Well, inshallah, if all goes well, we're here to stay and inshallah give a platform to the younger generation, to the kids. I really want these kids that have what it takes because not everybody is going to become, when they grow up, a finance manager or a banker or a real estate person. You know, what if truly somebody got gifted hands? You know, we want to be able to create this platform for them. So, inshallah, you know, uh, we're, we're hoping, inshallah, we're here to stay. Yeah, and no, I just want to say uh, thank you because, uh, Coach, last time we had you on the show, I was saying how this was a great thing because in other sports, you have a path. If you have a child that you want to play basketball, you know, you sign them up and there's high school and there's college and there's an NBA draft. There is no path in boxing. And like you said, so many people go without an opportunity. And I know a handful of people who have took advantage of this opportunity and have been able to try it and will try out uh, either in Vegas or L.A. So, you know, thank you for what you're doing. And hopefully it continues to not uh, not just more seasons, but just continues to grow. We see more cities and we see growth in the sport because that's what it's about. Yes, well, and, you more, guys and more money for the fighters. If it grows, everyone grows. It's not a situation. Uh, first of all, he, he's he's such a compassionate, great guy. It's not a situation where we start doing pay-per-view numbers and selling out big stadiums. The pay scale will be the same. He's doing this for us fighters also. Um, as the company grows, the pay scale grows, and that's just a great situation for everybody. There's been too many companies that have grown massive, gigantic companies, but the fighters are still getting paid the same thing. So remember, guys, it's, it's definitely a, a collaborative effort from the fighters on the team to the coaches to the entire coaching staff. And to the high-up executives, man, uh, the goal, the dream, the wish is to build a really exciting sub-sport of boxing that can compel people and create excitement and generate revenue for everyone involved. Three more questions uh, from Brandon in Houston. He wants to know, are there trades in the Team Combat League? Is there an MVP? If there is is what is the reward for being named Team Combat League's most valuable player? There definitely will be. All that's still in the process of the, of the regulations and, and, and the execs coming together with definitive numbers. And, 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 and that's really a great idea. I thought of that several months ago, uh, and all that stuff will be in place. We just got to come together. And when I say we, I'm talking about the high-up execs, uh, to see exactly what that'll be. We we will be keeping stats. Remember, the the record is for the team, but if you're a guy fighting every week and you won every fight, there will be a record of Ness, 
then, you know, won eight fights, all eight by knockout. He's landing this percentage of his punches. The stats will be there for your personal stats. Mm. And that's how we can say who's the MVP of the entire league and stuff like nah, that. Coach, you know that wouldn't be his record. Eight and no, eight <laughs> knockouts. I'm bringing, my, I'm bringing my bag, but I'm going to keep it in the car and I'm going to just check. Simple. I'm going to check what heavyweight sign up. Eight, huh? I should have said 0 and 8. I got love for Ness, nah, though. No, nah, Ness ain't too shabby. He got a little, you know, Ness ain't too shabby. Yeah, Ness a big what, guy, too. You're 4 and 0, right? Four and zero, uh, Mr. <laughs> Cooper. Backstory on DC Black Cobra. Um, uh, what do you mean backstory? Like how I got my name, or correct? Uh, um, well, DC Dewey Cooper. Uh, one of my my first instructors called me Cobra. He said I struck my hand struck like a Cobra strike. So Cobra was my nickname in martial arts. When you're given a nickname, you don't make your own nickname, your trainer, your master gives you your name. So my name was Cobra, but I went through the the, the belt progressions like every other black belt. By the way, five-time uh, black belt right now, master black belt. Mm. Um, anyway, I went to white Cobra, yellow Cobra, orange Cobra, you know, uh, 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 green Cobra, purple Cobra, blue Cobra, brown Cobra, red Cobra, finally black Cobra when I got my first black belt at 16, uh, and I became the black Cobra. So Black Cobra, my name was the Cobra. The black represents me being a black belt. Has nothing to do with me being a black man, even though it's a great thing, too. I'm the Black Cobra because I'm a legitimate martial arts master. I'm a black belt. And uh, my name's Dewey Cooper, so DC Black Cobra. Dewey Cooper, Black Cobra. Black Cobra was my fight name. Last one. Uh, do you have to be the weight? No, Everyone's do you have to be question. the weight no. of the weight class at the no, time no. of your tryout? No, man. And that's I, I should have put that on. I should have discussed that. Every fighter have messaged me about that same I question. I think that's the biggest concern. Uh, um, no, no, yeah, it because isn't. people want to yeah. know if they got to cut weight. No, 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 definitely not. And remember, that's what's so great about this company. Anyway, once the season starts, it's same day weigh-ins. There will be no weight cutting. You have to fight at more of a real weight mm. than dropping so much weight. But to answer the question, everyone has asked me that question, including Kenny Porter on the phone yesterday today um no but just if you say you want to fight welterweight we know you might be 160 right now when that season starts have your weight down because i hate for you to make the team and then all of a sudden you can't make the weight more than one missed weight you get dropped oh wow so we we can't play there's eight there's eight so you get fights. one you get one one mistake one yeah, slap yeah, on yeah, the wrist you know we we can't if you miss two two competitions we won't call it games because it's fighting that's a fourth of the season man there's eight competitions yeah, yeah, there's eight yeah, contests yeah, yeah. so so no, tomorrow you don't have to be at the disclosed weight, the agreed upon weight. Make sure you can make that comfortably because you got to do that the entire season. So if you're not a heavyweight, feel free to come sign up as a heavyweight and just gain the weight later. We're going to beat <laughs> up on you anyway. Yeah, yeah. We got one guy who's like like 195, stuff like that. He said he wants to fight heavyweight. Great. Come on. Come on, do heavyweight because it's 201 plus. Mm-hmm. He better hope Johnny Rice don't show up. That boy, <laughs> no, 280. No, I think he signed with, who's he signed with, PBC or someone? Oh, Allegedly. No, no. I wish he would. Jonathan. Come through, Come man. Come get this money. Come on, Jonathan. Come be a six-figure fighter, man. <laughs> yes. So, so yeah, uh, guys, we're very excited about tomorrow. I'm personally very excited about the I'm Team stoked. Combat League, and I, I can't wait to see. Several undefeated guys have signed up to uh, be a part of this, so it's going to be real interesting, and I, I will do my best to match it up appropriately. That's why you shouldn't lie on the application. Did Don't you? say you got 50 amateur fights if you got two amateur fights or no amateur fights, because if you got 50 amateur fights, you can definitely spar with 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 a, a, a you know a pro or a high level amateur. So please be transparent and honest as possible on the form that you sign when you click onto the website and you sign up to be a part of this of the team of the Las Vegas Hustle team trials tomorrow and Friday. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm pretty stoked. Yeah, man. Especially if we could go live, that would be something great man, to man, commentate I'm, I'm sure those fights. Live. Every sparring session, we get to commentate those. Robert would be Bird amazing. will be refereeing tomorrow. Oh, oh nice. really? Yes, nice. yes. Uh, we're gonna have a referee there, so you guys don't think we'll let someone get beat up too much. I thought about. Let me you. ask you something. <laughs> is it is it open cheek, 
cheap protectors it it could be or whatever, does it have the whatever. bar? Oh, I'm not going to be like Floyd Mayweather Jr. and, and, and call it nah, the bitch man, bar. Nah, man, no bar, coach. <laughs> hey, I love Floyd for that. Yo, I feel the same way, but Floyd too. goes nuts if you win that bar. I actually true. Injured, my first hand injury in fighting came from sparring a guy with that bar. I hate the bar, but no, you can wear the bar. We ain't tripping. Why would you want to wear the bar because you never get the, your eyes never, like somebody pop you with a good jab, your eyes are water. Like, with that bar, it's like. Yeah, for sure. Floyd calls it, excuse my language, but no, the bitch it bar. Is. It he is. throws you out the Mayweather gym if you put the bitch you, bar on. You know, you know the only the only reason I changed my mind about the the phrase of it is because Sean Porter doesn't spar without it. So I'm like, fuck, uh, how can Manny I call Pacquiao? One of the greatest ever do it spars with it. I'm like, how so, can I call Sean that? You know what I, I, I said Floyd said it, not me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, once again, the address for everybody that would like to come out, Team Combat League, try out the Las Vegas Hustle tomorrow and Friday. From 11 to 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. 6 p.m. 11. 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. That's yes. not what I said. No, yeah, you, you said, said the opposite. Yeah. Okay, it looks yes. like you're not going to be trying out, right? <laughs> no, like, I, won't, I, won't be I was going to ask you guys one last question, but it looks like, you know, you kind of just bailed yourself out of it. <laughs> no, no, I, I will not be trying out. No, no, no. I, 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 I wanted said to, he will. I wanted to try out. And then in our first interview, he said pros. And I said, wait well, a minute. Well, it's just, we're just sparring, right? So you, I'll, I'll jump in with you. Whoa. <laughs> as long as you don't go crazy, you know? <laughs> hey, but yes, like he was saying, the address for the Las Vegas Hustle Team Combat League tryouts are 6320 South Pecos, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89120. 6320 South Pecos, LV, NV, 89120. I can't wait to see you guys there. There'll be some some celebrities in the house. It's going to be a really exciting night or a really exciting day, morning. Smaller weights get there early. Heavier weights, you can come a bit later. You still should get there early. Just enjoy the festivities. Uh, we're going to have Gatorades and waters for you guys to drink, etc. Please come out. We're excited. And thank you guys so, so much. The Bucks and Boys got them. You know we got you, Coach. And the information is posted on our Instagram. So if you guys head over to either... Team Combat League or the Boxing Voice on Instagram, you'll see the flyer with all the information, the times, the address, everything needed for the Vegas tryouts and the tryouts for the other cities as well. I do have another question just because there may be someone else out there uh, brave enough to have their fighters do what Ken Porter's doing, but he has intentions of having them both try out in Vegas to get the number one seed so they could both make the potential 150000 and then going to L.A. Is a fighter capable of he, he seeing said, can they make both first seeds? Absolutely. I okay. mean, remember, you can try out. You can. We're not going to confine you. Oh, only Vegas. Try out wherever you want. If you make the first seed for both teams, then you have a choice. You have to make who you want to train under or what city you want to live in. No, so, and that makes it just like real basketball leagues, right? Like, cause you don't, yeah, don't they like, you know, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, a team league. Hey. No, and I was going to say, I know somebody that flew from St. Louis to Dallas because they wanted to train with that. Coach. Yeah, yeah. And I Sam know people, Arnold, he's I, from St. Louis. Sam Arnold, big shots to him. He's a great coach. He's the assistant coach of the Dallas team. He really worked hard and and getting people there to the Dallas thing. Big shots to my man, uh, AC, uh, uh, the the Dallas head coach. These are great people, man, and uh, so energetic and so much knowledge uh, as a collective. There, Dallas is going to be a team to be reckoned with for sure. For sure, Coach. By Definitely the way, last thing, last thing I want to go plug. Ahead, go ahead. Go to the website at teamcombatleague.com. If you still want to be a part of the tryouts, it's not too late. Teamcombatleague.com. Scroll down to Road to the Ring. Click on that. Then scroll on down to Las Vegas, October 6th and October 7th. Click on that. And fill out the questionnaire honestly. I don't care if you have no fights. Fill it out honestly so I can match you up appropriately. If you lie on the application, bad things happen to those guys that I'm putting, lie. I'm putting negative one. <laughs> I had negative one fights. Well, see, <laughs> see who they going to have across the room Negative from me. 10. So just, we'll go easy on each other. We'll just jab it out a little bit, you know? <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, man, let me find fun. out you really trying out. He keeps talking about you really trying out. If you're trying out, I'll 
jump oh in with God, you. No way. Yeah. Why me? Yes, no, that's right. How tall are you? Hey, yo, six one. Six one. By the way, the boxing voice that was the call out of the entire boxing voice show ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he challenge. already bailed out because he said that um, he said six a.m. So it looks yeah. like he's not making it. Yeah, no. Let, make that excuse. 11, hey guys, I'm sorry, I didn't have the right time. You know, eleven a.m. to six p.m. tomorrow, sixty-three twenty South Pecos, Las Vegas, Nevada, eight nine one two zero. Don't miss it. Yeah, especially you bigger weight classes, guys. We're saying six p.m. It might be over at five p.m. because we're we're not. This ain't a picnic, man. It ain't gonna be a lot of wasting time. We're going through it, and the number of people, of course, will extend the uh, ceremonious tryout, shall I say? But heavier weights, middle weights, light heavyweights, and heavyweights definitely be there by noon. Stuff like that, uh, 12, 12, 30 at the latest. Because I figure by one, we'll have the big guys going. And it's better to be there earlier than to come there late. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be some stuff we're doing. We need some media interviews from you and stuff like that. So, guys, just come on down. We're going to have water and Gatorades for you. Come down and be a part of this historic event. The first time in Las Vegas. The This is the capital of all fighting in the world. And this is the first team tryouts for a boxing team here in Las Vegas, and we're excited about it. So don't miss it, man. I promise you it won't be boring. All right. Well, we'll catch you on the next one. 6 a.m. tomorrow morning, Breakfast Club of Boxing. We'll be back. We're going to take a picture with these two fine gentlemen. See you on the next one. Nest GTO, Instagram and Twitter. Ringwalk Danny on all forms of social media, and we are the Boxing Voice. And make sure to check out Team Combat League as well. Thank you. Peace. Thank you, guys. Peace. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I tried. Yeah, you're not doing stuff, man. Yeah, I'm <laughs> <laughs>